We have a good show today. Luke Combs will be on later on. He'll be performing. Pretty excited about that. I love Luke Combs. You love Luke Combs. You scream, I scream. We all scream for Luke Combs. <laughs> Luke Combs, yeah. <laughs> Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Why don't we go over first and talk to Taylor, who is in Tampa, Florida. Taylor, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi. What's morning, going on? studio. Morning. Hey. Uh, hi. This is my first time calling, so I'm super excited. All right, all right. We got the first time over here. All right. Well, I just wanted to say I am so in love with your show. I love everything that you guys stand for and do. I love how close you guys are. I've been listening for a couple years now, and um, I really wanted to say how much I appreciate um, Amy for what she did and the fight she went through for her kids. Um, And now listening to her stories and following her on Instagram, uh, with her kids and stuff is super fun for me to watch. Um, I work with kids with autism and I tell them you're morning corny every morning mm-hmm. and they love it. So I just wanted to say I appreciate y'all and I listen to you every single morning and thank you for what y'all do. Uh, thank you very much. It's a very nice call. Yeah. Actually, this is an actor. <laughs> thank we, you. We, we paid her <laughs> to call in. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, Taylor, thank you. Have a great morning. Yeah, you too, guys. Bye. All right. Uh, let's see. An unnamed man in Omaha, Nebraska, has found his way out the hard way that his backyard hot tub violates local community standards. He was in it naked, and his neighbors could see. <laughs> but on, here's man. the thing. I I don't think he should get in trouble. I think they should say, hey, you can't do that anymore because we can see. Okay. Because he's not doing it to purposefully show the goods. And who doesn't want to get in a hot tub naked? So no one's warned him, though. They just... Police stopped by and said, hey, being naked in your hot tub is not a good thing to do, considering that the neighbors can catch a view. And so, not going down without a fight, the guy said, he said, hey, what's the law? He said, go find a real crime. And then capped it off by proudly proclaiming it was all BS. After a couple more complaints, police tried to pop him by giving him a citation, but he wasn't home. So he's still on the run. <laughs> he's, he's on the lam for being naked in his backyard. But I don't think he's being naked for the sake of being naked so people see him. Who doesn't want to have a hot tub and get naked in it? <laughs> really? That's a great point. I've never been naked in a hot tub. I would Me like either, to. Man. I don't want to be. I, oh, listen, it's fun. He could, he could wear shorts into the hot tub, remove them to enjoy his Oh, I think they're, they're seeing him in the hot tub, right? Yeah, but there's no, he's climbing in. in. Oh, that's why, because you turn the bubbles on, you can't see right. anything. Yeah, nothing. Right. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why people do it. Well, if he's butt naked walking through the backyard, that's different. <laughs> Yeah, that's a little different. It's time for another game of Easy Trivia. All right, these are the easiest trivia questions we could find. And I'm going to ask them to you guys and see who lasts the longest. Are you guys ready to play? Ready. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan, number two, Easy Trivia. Amy, you're up first. In the famous nursery rhyme, what bridge is falling down? London. London Bridge is correct. Good one. Lunchbox, who asked... Do you like green eggs and ham? Dr. Seuss. Sam I Am did. That's incorrect. Ooh. <laughs> I just was the writer, but Sam was <laughs> First round. Would Sam would have worked? Sam would have worked, okay. yeah. Dang. Eddie, yeah. Taste the Rainbow is a slogan for what company? Skittles. Correct. Morgan, what color is the road that Dorothy has to follow in order to get to the wizard? The yellow brick road. Yellow is correct. Under round number two, three people remain. 
Amy, every four years, what month is the president sworn into office? January. Ooh. Correct. Wow. Yeah. She stopped you know herself. That? You said the ooh, which made me nervous. No, but you stopped yourself before. You were like. Yeah, because I was like, hey, elected in November, sworn in in January. I would have gotten that. Would, Eddie. wouldn't have. You wouldn't have? No, no, no way. In the Little Red Riding Hood, who does the wolf dress up as? Oh, her grandmother. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's go. Morgan, what part of a plant absorbs water to grow? Part of a plant. Um, what part of a plant absorbs water to grow? The leaves. Mm, incorrect. <laughs> Do you guys know it? Is it the root? It's the roots. Oh, oh man. That's rough. I felt like that was too obvious. I was like, nah, it's, it's easy trivia. Okay, Amy. Yeah. Two, two smartest people on the show. Only two left. Amy, what colors do you get when you mix red and yellow? Orange. Correct. Eddie, what animal is considered to be the symbol of America? Oh, the eagle. Correct. Right. Bald eagle, eagle, both accepted. Oh. Amy, who is on the $5 bill? Come on now. What? Too small of a bill for you? No. Dang, got her. No, but five, got I never. Her. No, but five is, I feel like five is tricky. George Washington. The, is Alexander on 10? Uh, Benjamin Franklin's on a hundred. Is it? Is Lincoln? He's on the penny, and I think the five. Who is on the five dollar bill? <laughs> oh, Lincoln. Correct. Oh, <laughs> thank, thank you, Eddie. Come on. A century is made up of how many years? Uh, a century. Mm-hmm. Wow, that you don't just know this is crazy. A century is made up of how many years? One hundred. Correct. Uh, oh okay. my gosh. You a little shaky on that one? A little bit. I thought I was going to say 10, but glad I didn't. Amy, precipitation (laughs) that falls in the form of balls of ice is called what? Hail. Correct. Eddie, a book that is based on actual events Mm -hmm. is what kind of book? That is a nonfiction book. Correct. We got us a battle here. Come on. We're going to page number two. (laughs) We don't always get to page two in this game. Easy trivia, Amy, over to you. What shape is a stop sign? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Octagon. Correct. Eddie, what month does spring start? That would be March. Wow. Yes. Knew that one quick and easy. Mm -hmm. My birthday. Amy, what's another term for the first 10 amendments to the Constitution? The Bill of Rights. Correct. In the nursery rhyme, Eddie... What creature scares Little Miss Muffet? Uh, it's a spider. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet. Amy, what's the name of the pirate in Peter Pan? Captain Hook. Correct. <laughs> you knew it. No, I, I just, yeah. How many colonies were there originally, Eddie? 13. <laughs> Correct. Everybody take a breath here. Here we go. We're going to have questions now. Woo! This is the longest game in super easy trivia history. I don't know. Morgan number two and I went pretty long. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Amy, how many lungs does the human body have? This is a trick. Two? Correct. <laughs> Eddie, what season do animals hibernate? Hmm? <laughs> you mean what season? What season 
Do animals hibernate? I think they're when it's cold. So, ew, or is it summer? I'm going to go winter. They hibernate in the winter. Winter's correct. <laughs> Amy, if you had a patrol boat and a submarine, what game would you be playing? Uh, oh, am I going to lose because of this? Well, you always lose because of a question that's tough. Yeah, but this one? Yeah, go ahead. Patrol boat in a submarine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had a little drink before the show. So <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's a theme song that goes with the game. Is it like my battleship? Correct. <laughs> Did you know that? No. no. It's the only game I can think of with a ship or a submarine and a boat or whatever. I don't know. Eddie, what's the capital of Wisconsin? Oh, Madison. I, I saw it. I know it. I, I saw the capital while we were there. Madison. That's true. Correct. <laughs> don't, don't try to play that game with me. <laughs> Amy, what famous ocean liner sank on her first voyage in 1912? Titanic. Correct. <laughs> Eddie, who was the first African-American player in Major League Baseball? Uh, Jackie Robinson. Correct. <laughs> What's the world's largest ocean, Amy? Indian. Incorrect. <laughs> what is it? That's the smallest, isn't it? What is it? The answer is the Pacific Ocean. Oh. Eddie, for the win. Depressing. Come on, please. Would you have known that? Yes. You knew it was Pacific? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the Indian, for sure. Eddie, yeah. for the win. In which continent is the country of Egypt found? Ooh, I think I know this. Yes. And that continent would be Africa. Right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. And there he is, the longest yeah. game in history. Yes. Eddie held on for 12 answers. Woo. Nice job, Eddie. The smartest person on the Bobby Bone Show. Right, Bones? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I believe the Arctic Ocean is the smallest ocean. And then probably the, the Indian. <laughs> the Indian is definitely one of the smaller ones. Yeah. Yes. So I just thought, wow, probably could be really big out there. Yeah, it could be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eddie, great win. Thank you. Strong performance. Yeah, Amy, and thanks to my challenger. I mean, you put up a good fight, Amy. Yeah, Look, I, I got I have two whole pages I, I choked. of you did. questions that you guys ran through. You guys never run through all these questions. Nice job. Last night, Morgan sent me a note. She goes, hey, do you know Travis Tripp blocked a show on Twitter? I said, no. So I got on my Twitter, searched it up. He's also blocked me on Twitter. Why? Really? I, I love Travis Tritt. I think at one point a few years ago, because I was going back into my, my brain, he was busting on Luke Bryan and those guys for not being country. Mm-hmm. And I always stick up for folks. Because at one point, Travis Tritt was told he wasn't country. And it's weird to me to see people who've gone through the same thing attack others for it. And I remember just firing back and forth. But then I thought we ended all cool. Because I love Travis Tritt. And I also think you can differ in opinion and not hate each other. But I was shocked. I was a little hurt. Who listens <laughs> and might give a You a fan? Huge fan. Yeah, that's what I thought. What else you got over there, Ray? My, by the way, my first dance on Dancing with the Stars was Travis Trouble. Tritt, T-R-O-U-B-L-E. Yep. So to see that somebody that I love has blocked me hurt me a little bit. What'd you see, Morgan? Well, I was trying to tag him in a tweet because Amy said he was his his song was her favorite country song, and I couldn't tag him. And I was like, "What is going on?" Video, favorite video. Yeah, yeah. And so I went over, and yeah, sure enough, he blocked us. So then I started going through our tweets. I was like, "Did I do something on the Twitter account that made him mad?" Nope. There's not anything on our Twitter about Travis Tritt. It had to be me, and then he just sought out the show and blocked it too. Dang. Um, by the way, 
want to mention this because I love Travis Tritt. There's another artist that I love, and Eddie claims to have driven in the car beside them. Oh, yeah. But by the way, remember when Eddie said he was driving beside Taylor Swift? No, it's still true. Yeah. I, I stand by that. She was driving a what? Uh, Toyota Camry or something like that. By herself? Yes, by herself. Right behind me. I can see her in the rear view. 100% was Taylor Swift. No security with her? No, it's just her. Toyota Camry. May even have had a cat in the passenger seat. I didn't oh, see okay, it. Okay. I didn't see the cat, but I mean, it could have been okay. there. Okay. Okay. So you saw this, but then you feel like that you were vindicated in this because you saw her documentary. Yes. And she was in a Toyota. Uh huh. And in a st- steering wheel, you saw the Toyota uh, logo right there. So I yes. I thought that what we discovered from the documentary is that he said, "I'm just making up brands here," but let's say he said Nissan, and then Toyota was in the documentary. I thought the documentary yes. proved he was lying. No, it, it did. No, yes, no, because Eddie, people tagged you're... me on the, the the post, the picture of him being like, "You were right. It was her." Okay. No. Who else do you see driving now? Bones. Okay. I saw your favorite, one of your favorite musical artists, Ben Folds. Hey, he's driving, and, and I knew it. And Let me I guess what he's driving. What? Toyota. Uh, <laughs> look, and I know people, people are going to doubt me because he, too, was driving a Toyota. Okay. No. He was Is any being paid by Toyota on the back end? No, I'm not. He was driving a Toyota Prius. Bones. I, it was him. I, you cannot mistake Ben Foles. He's got his glasses on, and he's driving. I think he owns one of the studios right down the street. It was him, 100%. I me? mean, if I hear I one know. more artist drives a Toyota, I'm not going to believe you. Bones, I, what, I can't control what they drive. I see him first, and I'm like, wow, that's Ben Foles. And automatically you think, well, what's he driving? Oh, gosh, it's a Toyota. No one's going to believe me. Remember when I saw Dolly Parton driving? Yes. She was appropriately in a Jaguar. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, a Prius could work. I just Googled what does Ben Folds drive, and I guess in an interview in 2015, I mean, when I was at the height of my career, I was driving a Toyota Corolla. Hey, hey, what did I tell you? Wow. You just said Prius. Well, that's, but that, that's it's still back. in the same line. Like, he, he doesn't go fancy car. I you was mean electric. Like, yes. And yeah, wow. dude, he's driving electric now. I saw Hank Sr. the day driving. What? What? A Ferrari. <laughs> you did? Stop. Hank Sr.'s dead. Amy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just say whatever you want. Okay. Hey, Scooby, get Ben Folds on. There we go. Let's get to the end of the, to the okay, bottom. Final car drives. All right. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Marvin Cornett was serving with the 82nd Airborne in Italy in 1944 when he was injured by fire. He was never given a Purple Heart for this, though. His family had no idea until his daughter found out what had happened to him. So then she reached out to veteran associations and different groups of people that make this sort of thing happen. And they were able to pull his records and found out, yeah, he should have been given a Purple Heart. So they were able to make it happen, and he got it 76 years after being injured. World War II wow. vet. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. really cool. Crazy cool. It, I mean, shout out to his daughter for doing the work and recognizing that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You should be getting this because it could be easy to just be like, oh wow, that's crazy. I love America. All the feels are here. You know, when you drive behind a car and you see that purple heart in the license plate, you just think like, man, whoever's driving that car is a bad. I often salute the <laughs> license plate. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Put a hand on my heart, but then I get to realize two hands on the wheel. <laughs> all right, that's a good one. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Fun Fact Friday. Let's go. Let's count them down. Here we go. Number 
Number five. So squirrels hibernate so hard that you could juggle them without waking them up. Yeah, I mean, Caitlin does too. You shouldn't. She sleeps so hard. (laughs) You shouldn't juggle the squirrels, but the fun fact is you could. Huh. They sleep so hard you could pick them up and they wouldn't even know. When they're hibernating. Didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Number four. So sticking with the animal theme here, without bats, we wouldn't have tequila because tequila comes from the agave plant, which is pollinated by bats. Huh. Bats. All your friends. Rain makes corn. Corn, corn makes, makes whiskey. Whiskey, whiskey. whiskey, whiskey makes, makes my baby. Whiskey. So, yeah, tequila makes so. my baby turn into a psycho. Oh, I'm just doing the <laughs> no. other, the rest of the song that didn't no. get recorded. Uh, yeah. Bats make tequila. Number three. The word duds and milk duds came about because the company that created them tried to make them perfectly round, but they found out it was impossible. So all of them wound up being duds. That's funny. <laughs> Because they're never perfectly round. (laughs) Number two. Do you know the most played song in the 2000 to 2010 time frame? Most played song, period. It must be something weird. Gangnam style. No, that is a good one. We probably played that a lot. Oh, you mean on the radio? I just thought around the world. I was thinking of something that we played in America and they played in Asia. U.S. radio. U.S. Radio, song 2000 to 2010. It was played more than 1.2 million times. Wow. Maybe a Christmas song? Does it have a theme? Is it like a theme song? Like- I'm just saying people either love this band or they don't. Okay, oh, so it's going to be Nickelback, how you remind me. That is it. <laughs> people Most- only hate Nickelback because they, they've just been overexposed to them. They're actually pretty good. Yeah. Maybe because their song was the most and played song. how many song. times was it played after 2010? None. <laughs> Eddie is such a Nickelback hater. There's no reason for you to hate Nickelback. I know. I just do. Yeah, that's America. <laughs> you don't know why. You just do. Because you've been told to do that. Number one. So Buzz Aldrin, he wasn't the first man to walk on the moon. Obviously, that was Neil Armstrong. But get this. He was the first person to pee on the moon. That's cool. <laughs> he peed into a special one bag. One small and- leak for man. <laughs> <laughs> he peed into a special bag in his suit when he was out on the moon, so that made him the first Oh, he didn't that. pee on the moon. Oh, No, because I don't think you you whipped that out in space. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got some space dust on my jimmy. It's a Bobby Bones show live performance. Old Dominion, one man band. Been flying solo for so long. Nobody singing the harmony Up there just me and my shadow No bass, no guitar, no tambourine Then I find you like a melody You singing in the same key as me We had them dancing in the streets I don't want to be a one-man band I don't want to be a rolling stone alone Putting miles on a run-down van Baby, we could take our own show on the road. I'll lay down the beat, carry the tune. We'll get tattoos and we'll trash hotel rooms. Baby, take my hand. Cause I don't want to be a one-man band. To hear the full interview and more live performances, check out the Bobby Bones Show podcast at bobbybones.com, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So one of the hardest things in a lot of relationships is deciding where to eat. And now, Bobby, you found a technique on TikTok that you used on Caitlin that helped you out. Can you share with us what that was? I said, guess where we're going? And wherever she guesses, we go. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's so smart. <laughs> yeah, because hopefully that's probably where she wants to go. Because here's the deal. A typical couple gets in a fight three times a week when it comes to what they're going to eat. And it takes a couple an average of 15 minutes deliberating to try to make a decision. So it's definitely you need to use Bobby's hack to save yourself some time. Yeah, Caitlin's extremely indecisive when it comes to picking where to eat. I will say I was proud of her the night. She was like, I either want, because we got back, we've been traveling. She's like, I either want sushi or I want, uh, what's the other Asian dish with their like soup and noodles? Yeah, whatever. And I was like, those are very similar. Which one would you like? She goes, let's do sushi. And I was shocked she made a decision. Wow. Usually she'll cut it to a couple two and then I make that decision. But that's always a point of contention, where we're going to eat mm. or where we're going to order from. What else? So Dolly Parton never goes out in public with her husband, and now people are speculating that he doesn't even exist. He exists. Have you met him? Yeah. Oh, well, well then there awesome. you have it. But she did have to make a statement about it. And then also in her new book, Dolly Parton's song teller, My Life in Lyrics, she addressed it, saying that he said early on they got married in 1966. I didn't choose this world. I chose you, and you chose that world so they keep their lives separate but together and when asked like how have y'all stayed together so long she's like well because i stay gone <laughs> oh <laughs> and then um that they, when they are together they do love to travel around in their little rv and they don't do the whole party circuit and all that thing they're very private and they are together and he is in fact real and now we know bobby's met him well one of my friends who tells me a story of it's probably 20 years or so ago there was a party after the cma awards and some guy comes up and after the CMAs, people are pretty dressed up and fancy. And some guy comes up in some old blue jeans and a uh, shirt halfway tucked. He's like, I need to be getting this party. And they're like, I don't know. He goes, I'm so-and-so. And they're like, I don't think you're on the list. He goes, I'm Dolly Parton's husband. They were like, oh, oh, come on in. Come on in. Uh, right through. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever seen him, yeah, so they're they like, whatever. Him. Yeah. What else? And uh, if you are looking to unwind or relax or you do find yourself stressed, the top five ways that people have successfully managed some of their stress this year, exercise, hitting up a hobby, meditation, reading, or maybe even doing some cooking or baking. So work that into your schedule today if you find yourself stressed out. Or do them all. Do all five of those yeah. things today. All right, there you go. <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. When a regular customer didn't make it back to pick up their dog, a PetSmart groomer in Omaha, Nebraska, knew something was up. The pet owner didn't mention anything when he dropped his dog off. So the groomer tried to contact him, no luck, contact him, no luck, contact him, no luck. That's when PetSmart called animal control officer Keisha Witherspoon and said, hey, we're concerned about this. So they sent an investigator to the house to check up on the pet owner. Nobody answered. They called police. They went inside, found him, quote, lying in distress in his apartment after suffering a medical episode. Wow. They went through all the steps because he didn't come pick up his dog. That's crazy. That's crazy how like it starts with just like something's not right. Like I wonder if I would have done that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. I'd like to think I would, but, <laughs> but good. we don't know. I know. So good for everybody in this story. They saved the guy's life. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Over to Amy now. Let's do the morning corny. The morning corny. What do witches put on every morning? What do witches put on every morning? Mascara. Mascara. Scary. Mascara. Mascara. Okay. What? 
Is, what? Yeah, mascara. Yeah, ooh, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> On the phone right now is Dwight in Virginia. Hey, Dwight, what can I help you with? Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. Um, um, so I have a wedding, and I'm the best man to my buddy that we've been friends our whole life with. We grew up together. And I know you got to do a whole speech and everything, and I have no idea what to say. I'm just drawing a blank on everything. Okay, I'll help you. First thing I would do is I would get on the internet and Google best man speeches because you can get a template from that. And so it'll give you some easy things to go into that you'll have to insert yourself. So just Google best, best man speeches. And then what I would encourage you to do is go back through your time with him and just list out some real memorable moments. And then you'll be able to kind of insert them into the templates already built for you. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't make it over three, four minutes. Then that's long. And as long as you're personal and you're not drunk, just going on and on, people are going to love it. It's not a hard thing to pull off. It's a hard thing to feel like you're prepared for, though. So my advice to you is Google great best man speeches. It's going to give you kind of the bones to use there and then insert some personal stories and you'll be you'll be good to go. It feels like cheating, but who cares? They're not, they're not going to know the difference. Hmm. They're going to be like, dang, do I nailed that best man speech? The Friday Morning Conversation with Luke Combs. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good to see you. Likewise. You know, you have nine number ones now. I feel like if, if I'm in the car for 15 minutes, I'm for sure going to get a couple Luke Combs songs. I, th- I think so. When you're yeah. driving, if you're in the car and, and a Luke Combs song comes on, it's yourself, obviously. Do you change the station or do you I, turn I do. it? You do. I do. Yeah. It's <laughs> just we, it's just weird. Yeah, I know Tyler and Rob do. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know to listen to yourself. I mean, I just by the time something is out and then by the time it's on the radio, I've heard it so many times. I do mean, you ever hear something new, though, when you're hearing it on the radio? Like, oh, I didn't know that was mixed like that. or Definitely not. No? Because you've listened not. to it so many yeah, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely not. Would you ever use a pseudonym, a different name, if you weren't going to use it for yourself and go, you know what, I think uh, Larry Zonka is going to... I think I'd maybe already do that, I couldn't say. Nice. <laughs> couldn't, you know, legally. Could, legally couldn't say if I already do that. All I know is that he got slapped on the leg right when I asked that question. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I think that's a good idea for any writers out there. That's a good idea to do. You should do that. I saw your TikTok where you you were like uh, where it started and where it is now, and you were playing in a club. I think you were singing Hurricane, and it was some old club footage, and then where it is now, and it was you in an arena. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like that's just been such a runaway train, or does it feel like it took forever? I think a little bit of both, you know, Um I think it was, in a lot of ways, it was like, man, that feels like two lifetimes ago because we've done so much in that amount of time. But then, you know, I'll be talking with these guys and we'll be talking about something and they're like, you know, that was like two years ago. And I'm like, man, that feels like it was 10 years ago. You know, I don't know. It's just a lot has happened in such a small amount of time that it's all just really jam packed in there. When you were playing clubs, even before you came to Nashville full time, what was best case scenario that you could see for yourself? I, I don't know what it was going to be. I mean, I think anything would have been fine as long as I could I could have made a living doing music in some capacity, whether that was being like a full-time staff writer somewhere or I, I don't know, being a demo singer would have been cool. I mean, in, really anything to like 
not have to like do the grind like the 40 hour week thing I would have been cool with I think did you in any of your wildest dreams see this no I don't think so I mean I had a I had a you know I always was very confident in myself and I believed in myself um, but it was never like I think I'm gonna be doing setting records yeah no 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 chance that I think that that was gonna happen but here we are Got nine number ones, Hurricane First in 2016, uh, Loving on You, your latest. We're going to come back in a second and do a little music, but I do want to play. Um, let me play a clip of Cold as You. This is from the deluxe album. They got whiskey river on the jukebox, a honky-tonk song I feel like this was a fan, the, 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 the fans demanded this one. Did you feel that way? I think that, yeah. My... Uh... You Why'd know, you guys look at each other and laugh on this plate? We just, uh, we, I was just, I told him it was a jam. He didn't write on it. So oh, like, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> I'm always like, jam. So, like. so good. Yeah, you see how good, how much better that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, did you feel uh, like people were like, you got to cut that song? Um, I think I just knew when I, when I, you know, when we wrote it, when me and Jonathan and Randy wrote it, it was just kind of like, yeah, that's going to be on something. I didn't know what, you know, if that would be this thing or next thing i knew it would come out at some point here's a clip of the other guy did you write on this one you did okay <laughs> he made up on that nice 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 Oh, I like that you guys are aggressive with the songs here. <laughs> They're ready to go. I like the background music. Wow. Too. Just background. Oh, okay. Can't hold them back. Uh, hold them back. Ready to go. Chomping at the couple You know what? I'll save the day. questions. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Luke Combs is here. Uh, can we do better together? Yeah. Just a little verse and chorus? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. One, two, three. Forty HP Johnson on a flat bottom metal boat. Cocaines and BB guns, barbed wire and old fence posts. Eight point bucks in autumn, freshly cut cornfields. One arm out the window and one hand on the wheel. Some things just go better together. And probably always will Like a cup of coffee And a sunrise Sunday drives And time to kill What's the point of this old guitar If it ain't got no strings Or pouring your heart Into a song That you ain't gonna sing It's a match made up in heaven Like good old and be and me as long as you're right here. Nice. Luke Combs in the studio right now. Here's a question I was going to ask before you guys came firing out of a cannon, <laughs> which I respect, by the way. Do you ever write a song that ended up doing pretty well with someone you didn't like and you're like, man, I don't want to have to see them again? No, I mean, I don't think so. You know, it, it's kind of like everybody, it, whether the, you know, whenever the ride happens, it's like you come in and there are songs that I've written with people who are like, man, maybe I didn't vibe with that guy as much. And, and so we haven't written a lot since then. But I think it doesn't matter as long as the song ends up being great, because if that person wouldn't have been there, you know, even if 
you know, whoever feels like they didn't contribute or didn't do as much, the song still wouldn't have happened, in my opinion, without that person there. It's not like you would have gotten the same song if he or she didn't show up. Like you still, it still would have ended up being the same. So to me, it's it kind of, it doesn't matter. Do you ever hop in a writing room and it's, you know, three of you and you felt like that day you were the weak link? Oh, yeah, all the time. I mean, every time, I mean, not every time I write, but a lot of times I feel like <laughs> I could be doing better, but I always am trying to be better. And there's days that I think that's the cool thing about writing with, you know, Rob or Tyler or whoever. It's like well, you can go in and if I'm having a bad day and I'm writing with two guys that I write with a lot, I know that they can, you know, be the tugboat, for lack of a better term, and like pull me down the... I'll be your tugboat. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's such a such a great term, you know? Let's do another one from the, the new music out today. Uh, Luke Combs is here. How about Cold As You? You guys want to do that one? Let's do it. One, It's a junked out joint off a back road A blinking window sign with an arrow A gravel light chock full of toolbox trucks Making their happy hour way home When guys like me lose girls like you That's where we run to They got Whiskey River on the jukebox A honky-tonk sawdust dance floor A neon five o'clock roadblock and plenty damn many when you want one more This broke heart fool On an old bar stool Drinking beer almost as cold as you Nice, come on, Ooh. Luke Holmes is here That's awesome It sound great, man Thank you It's, you know, I think you feel it We don't hear it I definitely feel it. Yeah. For sure. Well, let's do one more. Uh, Luke Combs is here, by the way. Let's do uh, Loving on You, verse and chorus of that. You know what I like about I just, I love the intro to this. I tell you why I personally like it. It's long. Yeah. That's, that's, the, everybody's zigging, you zagged. Yep. It, it comes in destructive. So, boom, boom, boom. Lo, I just, that's my favorite uh, part of the song because it's so different. I like this one a lot. So man. when I hear that intro, I'm like, oh, this is good. Uh, Luke Combs, Loving on You. Let's do it. One, two. Don't get me wrong, I like a bobber on the water, hooking them and railing them in. I like a Friday night slow ride, Brooks and Dump, Bayside, heroin, spin it again. I like a strong shot of whiskey, the way a marble hits me, some broken in cowboy boots. But I'm in love. I feel that rush as soon as you walk in the room. I can't get enough for you, honey. You're right on the money. I'm a junkie for your midnight moves. I'm in love, loving on you. Nice. 
Nice. There it is. Look yeah. You know, if you're listening now and you're like, man, that sounds so good. If you were to separate the parts of that, like who was singing the high harmony? Me, Tyler. Tyler. Yep. Can you just do the high harmony without the other guy? Yes, do it. I, I would like our yes. listeners to hear just how good. Yes, we would love. That. Just to hear how good you are at this, but how weird it sounds by itself. Okay, yeah. yeah. So if you don't mind, go ahead. Sure. All right, I'll play along. With Now, if you hop in and do your your, because yeah, yeah. you're doing kind of a background vocal, yeah. ooh ha. Ah. Now, without Luke, <laughs> so you don't them do it. Just those it. two. Oh, but, wait, <laughs> Buns, this is so hard. The, this is I know. Hard. This is, this is, but if anyone can oh, do it, man. it's these guys. That's true. That's right, true. Let's, Mr. Bones trying to get us fired. Now. One more time. <laughs> <tell you. laughs> one more time. Right, top of the chorus. Yep. One, two. Which words you're gonna fully do out and then not? Because obviously Luke's doing all the words, right. and but then some of the words y'all do fully, and then other ones you. It's so like is that just you feel it? It's gotta be. You it's know, a little feel, yeah. So whenever, so Tyler was like one of the first people that was hired in the band, and I remember talking to Luke about this because I wanted. I've always been a big three part harmony guy. I'm a huge. Oh, I'm way in. Yeah. Like I got, I've rediscovered my love for country music from Rascal Flatts. Amen. And so Tyler loves Rascal Flats. We have Big a lot Rascal of, Flats guy. Uh, three part harmony, weird nerd hang stuff. But <laughs> doing three part harmony, it's it's not so much about matching the notes as much as it, as it is like the blend of it all. Right. And so with that, you know, you attack certain words, or sometimes it's like a vowel sound. Sometimes it's it, there's like a science to it. And there's some guys in this town that do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, otherworldly. Well, we just got a master class. I yeah, appreciate I love you guys it. doing that. Sure. I, there's a vulnerability to you guys having to break that apart and to actually show that word. off. What a good word. So, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. All right, there he is, Luke Combs. Yeah. See you guys soon. Thank you. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Devin Hingston from Alexandria, Louisiana, is driving down the neighborhood and he sees this little boy playing basketball in his driveway, but he's using a trash can for a hoop. So he goes, no, 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 this is not the way it's supposed to be. So he went to the store, bought this kid a new basketball hoop, installed it for him and said, hey, surprise, come back out here. Look, you have a basketball goal. And the kid went to, he started crying. He got emotional and the mom got emotional, but it was a good day for him. He gets to play real basketball with a real hoop. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> Even just putting it together. That's a big deal. <laughs> I know. Heck, Eddie had to come put mine together. And it's brutal. I'll is tell it? you. <laughs> that's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Earlier in the show, Eddie hit us with another I was driving beside a celebrity story. Yeah. Because he hit us a long time ago with Taylor Swift. He goes, I'm beside Taylor Swift and she's in a Toyota. 
Yeah. And we're like, Eddie, stop. You did not drive beside Taylor Swift in a Toyota. It was true, wasn't it? No. What do you mean? No one bunked the the, the theory. De- debunked? Debunked the theory. Because because we saw in her documentary, she drives a Toyota. No, we brought the audio back, and you were wrong. You said something in the documentary. Yeah. It was the exact opposite. It oh. actually proved you wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. But who cares? Who cares? Don't cares? let facts get in the way okay, of the right, right, right. right. <laughs> So... Eddie says he saw, and this is one of my favorite artists here. Here is Ben Folds. Maybe you would know the song. She's a brick and I'm drowning slowly. She's a brick and I'm drowning slowly. So you saw him just doing what? Driving down the road. Kind of almost the same area where I saw Taylor. Wow, all the celebrities so driving here. the same area. Uh-huh. Driving a? A Toyota Prius. Okay. Well, we've reached out to the Ben Folds camp just Come in the on. last couple hours. Scuba Steve, is there an update? Yes, there is. So I talked to his manager a few minutes ago. Ben would actually love to come on the show, talk to you about your fanship and loving his music. Cool. Uh, but there's a problem. He's in Australia right now, and it's 12.37 a.m. there, and he's asleep. <laughs> so he can't call us, and nor was he in Nashville, and Eddie did not see him. It was <laughs> not Ben Folds. Are you sure? I'm a thousand percent positive. He's literally on yeah. another continent. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, not even here. Hmm. Well, maybe he was driving the airport to maybe? go to that other continent. No he's, yeah. been, no, he's been there for a while, so no. Oh. Okay. So all your theories are wrong. It wasn't him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, 0 for 2 on well, your... Well, well, then this guy looked just like Ben Folds. Okay, well, that I will believe <laughs> I mean, there was someone that looked like Ben Folds and someone that looked like Taylor Swift in a Toyota. We don't know about the Taylor yet. Okay. There is in Nashville some Taylor Swift lookalike. She's a nurse or something. Yeah, we, she's on TikTok. We well, yeah. well, it was in the Vanderbilt area. See? Okay, now Eddie's story's changing. <laughs> Let's get over and do the morning corny after dark. Here we go. And now the morning corny after dark. So what happens if you only listen to this part of the show, about an hour and a half or so back, Amy does the morning corny. It started off as a one-off bit we thought was funny, Amy telling corny jokes. But she loved it. Listeners love it. So it takes about 30 seconds, and every morning we hit you with a corny joke. But then we started doing morning corny after dark later on the show, and they were a little risque. So that's why we warned you, and that's why we had the sensual music going. <laughs> now, you can't... Do we have the delay ready just in case? Oh, well, you're going to need the you're gonna need the beeps and the delays and the whatever. What? Okay, go. Ray, do you have the... I'll de- start with the lightest yes. one. You have the delay ready? Yeah. I'm going to start with the... Oh, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> This one's the most appropriate, okay? Okay, that, come, over, come over here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need to look at these. Oh, boy. Just at her, because she was like, these are bad. Yeah. Like, okay, here we go. She's coming back to the desk. Oh, you can't do that. What about this it's bad. One? <laughs> you can't do that one. What X-rated. That one? <laughs> no. Bad Amy's is. picked. What about that one? Okay. Okay, we got one. Okay, we got one. And now the morning corny after dark. <laughs> what does one saggy boob say to the other saggy boob? <laughs> what does one saggy boob say to the other saggy boob? If we don't get some support, people are going to think we're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's funny. I go home yesterday after the show, and there is some some wretched smell. As soon as I walk in, I'm like, oh. And you, the bad thing about a smell is if you can't find it, you feel helpless. <laughs> and I'm looking and, like, we we bought some old books to put in this bookshelf thing we have at the house. And I'm like, is it the books? And I'm going, I'm smelling by the books. I'm like, 
And then the, the smell is kind of, you've consumed it, it's consumed you, and you can't really tell what stinks and what doesn't anymore. Can't find the smell, can't find the smell. And I go to her, I say, hey, something stinks. And she's like, really? She walks out in the living room, she's like, oh, wow. Start, I smell it under the couch. I'm having real-life <laughs> conversations with my dog. Where is it, buddy? Lead me to it. What'd you do? It's okay, you won't be in trouble. Nothing, can't find it, can't find it, can't find it. I go in the bedroom because it's not stinking in there yet. Kept the door shut. And Caitlin goes, found it! And I was like, oh, no. So I walk out, and she has the refrigerator open. Our refrigerator died. Oh. No cold air. So oh, everything no. spoiled oh, in the fridge. That's terrible. Oh. So we had to throw everything out. By the way, we found meat, and our fridge was like, meat and vegetables, like three or four years old. <laughs> they were in the back? Yeah, that you just we just kept stacking <laughs> stuff on. So we have a completely empty refrigerator. We're trying to get a refrigerator repairman to come out and fix it, but it smelled as bad as anything I've ever smelled in the house mm. before. And also, you're just like, what is it? And you can't find it, and you're just going, please, dear God, blow it away. Like, make it go away. But it was the the stupid refrigerator, and now i got to call a repairman and pay him. <sighs> okay, let me talk to, this is a voicemail from Ron in Texas. I just wanted to say hi, studio, and thank y'all for what you do. Great positive start every morning. Again, thank you. Really enjoy your show. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you for the call. Let's do one more. Here we go. Good morning, studio. Just want to let you know the B team loves Caitlin. The voicemail line was flooded with these. That's over 500. I think they created a post on that B team page, mm. and they just all called and left that. Aww. She gets beat up a lot online. So that's very nice of you guys to do that. There's a guy named Manny in Michigan. He works as an iPhone repairman. And he recently had a guy come and drop off his broken phone for repairs. So he's there doing his job. Guy's like, here, can you fix this? But when he opened up the phone, there was a surprise in the battery compartment. A note was written, and there was a $100 bill in there. And the note said, please tell my wife the phone is unfixable. She wants to check the call history. $100 $100 is yours. Thank you. Wow. Dirty. So <laughs> what would you have done if you're Manny, if you're the guy working at the call place, you get the phone, there's 100 bucks in it, what do you do? I guess I'd take the $100. And say that it's I don't unfixable? know. Is it, though? I I don't know. That's such a, I don't. What I, would you do, Manny? I guess I would say. I, I never, okay, here's what I would do, honestly. I'm not taking the money, and then suddenly I'm on my lunch break. Well, can't help you. <laughs> well, no, he left it there. Okay, I pass it to the person that works next to me. He's like lunch bucks. Easy, man. I mean, I'm going to save a marriage. I'm going to save a marriage, take the hundy, and say, man, it's unfixable. Don't be an idiot. And tell the dude, don't okay. be an idiot. So you're going to do it for them. Yes. You mean you're going to accept 100 bucks <laughs> for them? Yes. Eh. I, I, just for them, not for me, but the $100, come on, give or take. But... For them, save a marriage, worth it. What would you do, Lunchbox? Oh, Manny loves money. So I got that hundy, and I'm calling that guy and saying, hey, ah, looks like I got the hundred, but the phone seems to be fixable. Oh, gosh. Unless I can get a couple more hundred. <laughs> oh, no, you bribe him? Absolutely. No, blackmail him. Because he's oh, yeah. willing yeah. to pay. He's obviously willing to pay oh, you to God. not fix his phone. So you're going to get as much as you can. you got to milk that situation, get a couple extra hundred. Then, sorry, phone's not fixable. Well, according to the story. Come on. He decided that he did not want to get in the middle of it. So he'd take the money. So he went on his lunch break. So the wife came by to pick up the phone. He gave her the phone and showed her the note. Oh, and oh. No, Manny, that Manny. is getting right Manny. in the what middle it? of it. That, that is, is like. That's a tattletale. Yes, that, it is. Yeah, yeah. Snitches get stitches, exactly. I tell you. Manny's a moron. What is he? What? So then the husband came back. See? Oh, see, yeah. here we go. And started throwing things. At Manny. So Manny had to get the cops involved. There's no word on what happened from there. Wow. And all this could have been avoidable if he would have just taken the 100. I would have taken the 100. It's not my business to get into. Mm-hmm. 
You guys asking me to say it's broken? Okay. You got it. 100 bucks for me for my time here with it. The phone's broken. Here. No luck. Oh. I don't owe it to anybody. <laughs> I don't know their situation. But yeah. He... He should have, whatever. There's what no a crazy have. story, though. The thing I wouldn't have done is what he did, where you give the note to and go. It's terrible. I would have just been like, I hear you go, I fixed it, and just give the phone back and then let them handle their mm-hmm. business. I wouldn't have tattled. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Dixon County, Tennessee. Two people that ate at the local Cracker Barrel, you know, you decided to do that whole dine and dash. Wanted to let you know your wallet is waiting for you at the police station. You oh, left they left the, their wallet. Left nice. it in the chair. Oh. And police said, you can come get it or we'll come get you. So they know exactly who it was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a dummy. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Let's do Flashback Friday 2003. Flashback Friday. Dang, 2003. That's my first ever morning show year. I was an idiot kid, 22, 23. Straight out of college? No, a bit out of college, but after college, as soon as college was over, I moved to Austin. Never been there before. <laughs> Just drove, packed out my car. By the way, greatest ever. Yeah. Lived there for 12 years. Still is home to me. Um, but I just had never been, and I go and I'm doing a night show for just a few months there. And the station is just failing miserably. This is a pop station. And I was like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go. I had an offer to go to Seattle and do nights over there. And I told my general manager, I said, hey, I'm going to go. Been here a few months, not going well with the station. Um, and I've got a bigger offer. And you guys never made me sign a contract. You didn't have me sign a contract. And he was like, well, what do you want? And I knew they wouldn't give it to me. But I was like, I'll take the morning show. The station sucks, so why not let me have it? And if, if we're going to sink, let's give it a Hail Mary. And he's like, oof, I don't know about that. And so I said, okay, well, let me know Monday because i got to make my decision if I'm going to move on or not. And so I come back Monday, and there were some dudes in suits in there, and they're like, hey, we're going to make you an offer. I didn't even look at the contract. I just signed it. <laughs> you the morning show? Yes, I was yes, like, yes. you're going to give me the morning show? <laughs> and then the uh, rest is history. Uh, that's 2003 for that's me. awesome. The biggest country song on this day that year was uh, Traveling Soldier from the Chicks. The biggest pop song, Shake Your Tail Feather, Nelly, P. Diddy, and Murphy Lee. Come on. This is from Bad Boys 2, the soundtrack. Were you playing this on the show? Yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. And at home. <laughs> Still do. What do you mean, was? Uh, the biggest news story, Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected governor of California in a special recall election to remove Democratic Governor Gray Davis from office. Arnold won by a landslide and okay. took office on November 17th. <laughs> it's crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. That's it. Have a good weekend. We will see you here on Monday. Bye, everybody.